Hello there, my name is Morgan Lloyd, and today I'm going to take you to India. Um, first off, Tripura, India, to talk to you about how their education system differs from ours in America, specifically where I am in Boone, North Carolina, in terms of digital tools that are used on a regular basis in the classroom. Then we'll talk about, as a whole, India and how their response to education during the COVID-19 pandemic while all classes, classrooms, teachers, and students were forced to move what all they knew online where access is limited in general to Indian people. First off, I interviewed um, my mother uh, who actually spent time teaching in Tripura, India in 2017 and had a lot to say about not only the differences that they have in their digital tools on a daily basis in the school, but how that really didn't affect them from learning all that much. I think that we often think that in, in education, in classrooms, oh, we need the newest technology. The, the students need the newest technology to be the utmost outstanding citizens to be prepared for everything that they can be prepared for in the world. Um, but oftentimes, we just forget our basics. Um, and that, you know, before all of this, you know, the rise in technology just happened so recently that before that we didn't teach with, you know, iPads and even projectors. I mean, we, it was just teaching just students and their teachers and the knowledge and writing and reading and arithmetic. And sometimes that's all you need. Um, so after speaking with my mom about her time, um, I'll also include in my post, um, some pictures at the school. She was at Bright Stars School in Tripura, India. And it's um, a community school, and it's it's a pretty nice school as compared to some other schools that are around. Um, however, when I asked her, you know, what was the first, like, what, what technology was used at the school, she said, what? And she looked at me silly, and she said, there is none. And I said, well, what do you mean by that? And she said, there's only one projector for the entire school. So they have to check it out amongst teachers and, you know, create a schedule and whatnot for it um, if they want to use it. And so I just thought that that was interesting because, you know, I'm sure that at least the majority of us the, who are teachers have a projector in our room. Um, and even at my school, uh, at Watauga High School, they are pushing projectors out and putting these, like, smart screen TV smart board things in our rooms. Um, and it just that was wild to me that I take for granted that I can just click on my little smart board and pull up anything at any time to show my students. And it's easy. Um, and that, that makes me think about comparing, you know, uh, technology is helps us facilitate things. It really does. Um, but does it take away from the actual planning and learning process? So, um, as you'll see in the pictures that I posted, every classroom pretty much just has whiteboards. 
And, you know, we can call that a form of technology if we want to. Um, and the kids and the teachers use these whiteboards. They're like the large whiteboards that you associate, you know, in a classroom. Um, they use this as technology. The kids come up and write their ideas. They, they write out, you know, questions to prompts that are put on the board. They play Pictionary. They do arithmetic. All of these different things that, you know, the whiteboards are the sole purpose or form of technology, if you can even call it technology, in the classroom. Um, now, my mom did add, while she was in Tripura at uh, Bright Star School, that everyone has a cell phone. Most of the kids have a cell phone, which also blows me away just in general because when I was a kid, you know, when I was in fifth grade, I didn't have a cell phone. So, it's funny that kids in general have cell phones when they're in fifth grade now. Um, but the, every teacher has a cell phone, um, which also serves, like they, they use them in the classroom. Now it's hard to use them instructionally because it's not tied to like a greater Wi-Fi service within the school. Um, they can't monitor it. They don't have like, you know, the digital citizenship policies, etc., that we do here um, in the states and specifically um, in Watauga County schools. But um, my mom, for example, when she was teaching there, she used, um, she always does like the word of the day and they dissect the word and use it in sentences and everyone would come up and write a sentence with it. And she would only be able to access it because um, it was through Merriam-Webster, like, she didn't come up with them. She would go to merriam and look at the word of the day, um, and she would use her phone. And so, I think that at least that there is some technology where we can, you, you know, there's so many digital tools that we use. I mean, like, I, all I do is use digital tools, especially post-COVID. Um, I know that, during the lockdown, I just went ahead and moved all of my resources that I knew were going to be paper pencil into digital formats before the upcoming school year because I just I had a feeling that things weren't going to return to normal. Um, and so it's interesting how during the pandemic, um, and my mom kept in touch with her friends at Bright Stars School, and I also found some articles um, that the education was pretty much non-existent, um, unless it was done so by parents in their own homes. So, specifically in Tripura, India, um, it is one of the number one places that the government blocks the internet access in, um, and that has to do with different conflicts that are happening in the area, um, to which I can't speak that much on because I don't know, but I do know that the internet is blocked often. So it could be blocked for a week or blocked for two days, like in the whole town, the whole state. Um, so it's very difficult for people to know when they're going to have reliable access to internet. Um, that being said, in India as a whole, only 23.8% of Indian households have internet access, according to brookings.edu. Um, and so, I mean, it's it's not a huge number in the United States, but it's way more than that. Um, 
And especially in a place like Tripura, it's less than that. I couldn't find an exact statistic, but if I had to guess, it would probably be about 16, 17. Um, so when COVID-19 happened, after talking to my mom, who talked to her friends at Bright Star School and doing some research, um, because most of the teachers didn't even have reliable internet access, and especially the students, um... What teachers did was, first of all, try to find a way to physically get in touch with their students, whether that would be sending them a letter or making home visits. They had to physically get in touch with their students to survey what access do you have to internet? Could you find someone that has access to internet, etc., etc.? Mind you, teachers in India, specifically in Tripura, are not used to nearly the level that we were prepared to teach digitally. I mean, with the lack of internet service in general, the the thought of them having to move everything to a digital platform was just out in left field. So for us, I you know, we talk about how hard it was and how annoying the kids were on Google Meets. At least they were on Google Meets. Um, and, and I think that that's something that we may have taken for granted. Um, so after the teachers would find their students and survey, whatever, what they would try to do is set up like stations within the state or town um, and like internet service stations. And so if a person like a local community member had internet access and had a computer or whatever, if they would go and ask that person if they would allow X student to come at this time to Zoom in or Google Meet in so that they could receive a lesson or some form of education. Now, thinking about the links that you would have to go to to make sure that that would all pan out perfectly, um, I think that we can already deduct that that didn't work so well. Um, so as much as we think in the States, oh, yes. It was so hard. Our kids, you know, are never going to recover from the developmental and learning gaps that they acquired during the pandemic. I just don't think that we even have anything to compare that to, especially with other countries. I mean, they just, it's nothing like that. You know, we we really had all the resources that we needed to make that happen. Besides, I think the one, you know, huge thing and. America as well was internet access specifically for students and especially where I live um, where there's huge rural communities um, but to that effect we provided hotspots for every single person who needed one free of charge so uh, you know there was a way that we could make it happen and that was not the case in India um, now Going back to talking about the specific schools in Tripura and Bright Stars School, um, the Indian Institute of Technology, according to Indian Express, um, has been roped in by the Tripura government. Um, so Tripura has asked the IIT, the Indian Institute of Technology, um, to create a data bank of schools and monitor the education system. So they want the status of teachers. They want the status of government programs. Um, 
you know, just, just all the information that they can get on the schools and the teachers, you know, just a, a data bank system. Um, I find that that's interesting because this is the effort that they are putting their money and time and research into rather than providing the necessary digital tools and educational tools that students need and teachers need within the classrooms. Um, now, obviously, to do that, it would be the the amount of money for all the schools in Tripura would be outrageous, right? But, you know, you have to start somewhere. Um, and I think that there will come a time when the divide between us in America and the, uh, the fact that we just have all of these digital tools right at our fingertips to the classrooms in Tripura, India that just only have a whiteboard and one projector throughout the school is just going to grow and grow and grow and grow. And then maybe those students who are in those classrooms will be more uneducated because they don't have the access to the opportunities that our students have. It doesn't mean that they don't have access to a good education. And that's where I think that a lot of people have misconceptions about, you know, different impoverished states in India that they think, oh, they, well, they don't have access to good education. That is not the case here, specifically at Bright Star School. It's a wonderful community school, um, clean, good desks. They have markers. They have pencils. You know, all of those things. There's just literally no technology. Um, but it's not their fault that they can't have access to those things and no one is seeming to provide them with access to those things. Um, so I think that, once again, the divide is just going to keep, keep, keep growing. Uh, and the government and state's efforts are more so concerned about having this, like, data bank of information rather than giving students and classrooms access to information and access to, to technology that would enhance their education. Um, so I think that that's really interesting. Um, my mom loved her time. When she taught there, the teachers, she said, were brilliant. They were actually, while she was there, um, studying gender inequalities, uh, specifically towards women in the state of Tripura, uh, talking about how it's not, you know, illegal for women to drive, but they don't. Um, the women can't go to certain functions. Um, most of the women aren't allowed to go to school. And that's, once again, not state rules, but family and societal pressure. Um, and so, but this school in particular had a lot of women and a lot of non-binary students. Um, uh, the different gods in India, specifically in Tripura, that they worship, um, there are a lot of non-binary gods and so these students identified with those people and so they were doing all of this research you know just through books and just you know talking to their families oral communication going and interviewing people out in the community without having to you know just get on the computer you know if I I can tell my students hey research this and they all pull out their school provided chromebooks and research it and these kids are still making it work talking about the hard issues as middle schoolers. Um, and I just think that that is incredible. So while we can think, oh my goodness, these students, these schools are missing out and they are less fortunate, and they are. I mean, there's no doubt about that. 
they aren't not receiving quality education. Um, a good teacher is a good teacher no matter what. If I only, you know, my chemistry teacher, I just think back to her and we didn't have, or maybe we did have the Chromebooks at my school then. Um, but my chemistry teacher, we never opened them once. We just, it was hands-on learning, her talking, us writing, and I had the best time. I will never forget her in that class. I learned so much. I loved chemistry. I hear my kids talk about how much they hate chemistry now, and I'm like, I don't understand. I loved it, um, and I think that the teacher makes all that difference. So whether you have bukus of technology like you have in my classroom or little to none like Bright Star School in Tripura, I think that the education and the system um, and the support for the education makes the difference. Um, the administrators at Bright Star School were incredible as well, and, and they loved their teachers and just really honed their success and loved the students and really honed their success, and I think that that is just brilliant. However, because of COVID-19, these students, we think that, once again, that our students suffered gaps in learning and developmental delays and the students in India they really they did not receive education unless it was provided to them within their own home which oftentimes could not because parents had to work if they could um so recovering from that moving forward I think that Tripura in general needs to start using the Institute of Indian Technology um to maybe come and do some outreach and and provide resources to teachers and students to help bridge that gap and ensure that students are going to catch up and, and continue learning for the rest of their life.